Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the sixth game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. Link down below. It is called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that at patreon.com. Also linked down below, I offer an esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO. Again, CSGO, we got slates every single day. Call of Duty slates are usually four times a week. And then I offer an NBA package as well. I'm sure most of you are interested in NBA if you're watching this video. Um, I do want to thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are not familiar with Underdog Fantasy, they offer daily fantasy snake drafts as well as season-long and playoff best ball. So if you're a big best ball player, and I'll, I'll show you guys how I'm doing best ball in DraftKings, but yeah, best ball I think is, is the best on uh, Underdog. If uh, after you make your first deposit, you can use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, you will get a money back guarantee up to $100. And finally, I just want to thank you guys for the continued support and the live streams. Again, we hit almost 400 concurrent viewers, the, the videos as well. Cannot thank you guys enough. If you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos you know, live. Unfortunately, no live stream tomorrow, but if you guys have any questions, let me know in the comment section down below or on Twitter. I will try my best to get back to you. All right, so let's jump into the video. Uh, before we talk about players and the prices for this six-game slate, we can look back my lineup here from uh, Wednesday slate. Wednesday slate in a little bit of pain, so let's go over my lineup. Uh, Brogdon, Milton, Luke Kennard, great start. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, Joel Embiid, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, and Carl Anthony Towns. Here, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. But the, uh, so the Steph Curry fade worked great. And... Um, I was shocked. I was shocked he was 50% owned, right, for a premium Steph Curry, like the, the, the top of the top. I think it was the most expensive he's been at 10-5. I get the play, right? It was a great matchup against Washington, and he's been shooting out of his mind. But, like, he wasn't going to continue to shoot, like, 60% from the field every single game. And uh, it's the recency bias, right? People saw that he continued, you know, was putting up big games, and they, and they chased it. Um, and yeah, when I saw he was 50% owned again, I was shocked. Uh, someone, a couple people asked me who I thought was the biggest fade. I was like, Steph Curry, cause I think he's going to be over-owned and I did not think he'd be anywhere near 50%. But yeah, 50% owned was a huge shock to me. Uh, but yeah, let's go over my lineup. So, uh, Brogdon was amazing. The Pacers actually ran an eight man rotation. They had nine healthy bodies, but only ran eight. Uh, Brogdon was not super popular. Went for 61 fancy points, an absolute must. O'Shea Brissett talked about that, right? He went for 51 fancy points, but again, they had no other bigs. I used Joel Embiid to kind of differentiate myself from the Westbrook Steph Curry chalk. That went well. He went for 68 fancy points. Uh, man, Marcus Morris, just because the Clippers are thin with no Paul George and no Reggie Jackson. Uh, and then he used Carl Anthony Towns as a contrarian spend up. And then Luke Kennard is 80%, 80% the hideout. Again, I thought he was pretty clear value. A nice negative 0.5, pulling a Nick Batum, literally pulling a Nick Batum on me. And then where I got a tilt, <sighs> Shake Milton. I knew it too. If you guys are in the Patreon stream, I was like debating on either him. I think it was DeLon Wright. And I was like, you know what? Shake Milton's starting. Like, Seth Curry started a point guard last game. He played 35 minutes. I'm like, I know Shake hasn't been playing well, but he's starting point guard, 4.3K. I think he gets at least like 25, 30 minutes. I'm going to take the shot on Shake. And a lot of people did as well. He was over 30% owned. And he gets plays so bad, he gets benched. Shoots like two of 10, five, four turnovers. 
Like, just get me a decent game, man. Oh, that was just so frustrating. So tilted about Shake Milton. Because it was one of those plays. Again, it was the last piece in, and I did not have a good feeling. And I even said that. I was like, I do not have a good feeling about Shake Milton, but I'm going to play him. Went terrible. So, a little bit tilted about that. If he just has a decent game, uh, probably looking like a pretty good night. As long as Luke Kennard, uh, you know, finishes with positive fancy points, that would be uh, nice. So, um, yeah, that is it for uh, the look back, guys. Hope you had a good night. And, oh, real quickly, you guys, an update on best ball. I don't know how, but I am pulling away right now. Um, it's looking really good. Uh, knock on wood, you know, it's not over yet. There are still four days left. So, but I, I need to get first to advance. And right now I have 583 points. Second place is 454. So, um, yeah, it, it's looking pretty good. Uh, again, I'll keep you guys updated on how this goes. But uh, if I do advance here, then I go to the finals. So, Really, really hoping that happens. Um, all right, so that's that's enough of a recap. Let's go over this six-game slate. Uh, let's see. Do we have all right, NBA? Do we have any games out right now in Bavada? Um, let's see. Doesn't look like it right now. Okay. So we'll start with Phoenix and Boston. On the Phoenix side, not necessarily the best matchup. Um, let me see the myths tonight because Phoenix was a team I was kind of just like, eh, wasn't really looking to tonight. But I did see, I think, Paul got some decent run. Hold on, I want to go over this. So, okay. Oh, Jay Crowder only played 13 minutes. So Cam Johnson got extended again. Okay. Um, yeah, Bridges played 37 minutes. Aiton played 29. Chris Paul played 34, which, is, you know, that's good to see. And Booker only played 30. Hmm. Again, the issue with these Suns guys is still, like, the minutes are not huge on them. Like, I'm really surprised Booker only played 30 minutes um, at almost 9K. I just have a hard time getting to him. Again, Paul did play a little bit more. He does have the higher floors as opposed to uh, Devin Booker. I think he's a fair play, but I'm just, like, you're never really going to get the massive minutes from Paul. And, like, it's a back-to-back, -back, so maybe they limit him a little bit here. Again, just a little bit worried there. Uh, DeAndre Aiden at 6'5", it's just kind of just like, eh, he's all right. Um should play about 30 minutes and just seems priced again accordingly i'm not going to chase the mikel bridges game at 4-8 um oh did jay carter get injured is that what happened okay i did i think i missed it suffered a right ankle sprain okay i did miss this um did not know that okay so jay carter did get injured cam johnson came in he played 30 minutes again it's not up there yet it's not updated but assuming jay crowder misses i think cam johnson uh, if he starts is a really solid value play now they did also start Dario Sarge the game before, but he only played 18 minutes. Let's see, how many minutes did Dario finish with tonight? So Dario played 18. Um, okay, so I think it's, it, assuming Jay Crowder's out, it, it's Cam Johnson, Sarge. Um, those are the two value guys we could look to. Both are really cheap. Sarge at 3-2, Cam Johnson at 3-5. I think both in play, assuming Jay Crowder does miss. All right, Boston, this is just, this is just going to be a headache. This is just not going to be fun. So Tatum, questionable. Brown, doubtful. I think Kemba Walker, probable. Yeah, probable. And then Marcus Smart in. Robert Williams, Fournier, still out. So let's just say that uh, Tatum and Brown are both out. If that is the case, then you're going to want Boston exposure even in a tougher matchup. Like Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart would become two of the better plays at 7-4 and 6.6 here, especially just because they have to do it all offensively. And then, like, I don't know who they're going to start. Like, uh, obviously, Thompson will start at the five, but, like, they just have like semi might start like does does Jabari Parker maybe start like I don't know what they would do if both Tatum and Brown are out as far as like the forward spots like they again, Grant Williams they love using him but he's such a low usage guy um so to keep an eye on that but yeah assuming like both Tatum and Brown are out I think Kemba and Marcus Smart are pretty solid, pretty solid plays 
Uh, Tristan Thompson at 4A has been a little bit disappointing last couple games. 28 minutes, uh, 17 fantasy points. 33 minutes, 19 fantasy points. I do think that will lower the ownership. Assuming we get about 30 minutes, I still think he's a fair play. I don't think he's going to continue to play that, like as bad as he has last few games. Again, Peyton Pritchard. Like, do they start a three-guard lineup? Maybe. They might have to. Um, so Pritchard, possible value too. It, it really just depends on what happens with Tatum and Brown. Um, if Brown is out, which again, it looks like he's going to be as doubtful and Tatum is in, then I think Tatum's a decent play, even at 10.2K, just because offense would run through him. So again, keep an eye on uh, Boston news with Tatum and Brown. New Orleans and Orlando. So on the New Orleans side, Zion Williamson's at 9.9K, you know, should play about 35 minutes, has a pretty high floor. I think he's a fair play. I think he's a guy that um, looks like a decent spend up option. Ingram at almost 9K, I would say more of a secondary play. Um, it's just been up and down. Like the upset is there, but he's not as consistent as Zion. I would, if I'm going to spend up for one of the two New Orleans studs, I'd rather just pay a little bit more for Zion. Lonzo at the moment, uh, as long as they're going to continue to limit him, I have no interest. If he's like off his, minute, off his minutes limit and plays like 35, then I would have more uh, interest. So uh, James Johnson's at 4-6. He's doubtful. Uh, Najee Marshall had a pretty big game last game. He played 35 minutes, went for 37 fantasy points. In three of the last four games, he's gone for 33, 44, and 37. Now, um, I think he's a pretty decent play in the mid-range. Do I think he's going to continue to play this well? I don't think so, but it's nice, too. He's shooting guard small forward eligible, and that's usually the two weakest positions on DraftKings. Um, you know, he's played basically mid-30s minutes in three last four games. And with James Johnson injured, he should play close to that again. So Marshall, I think, is a decent option in the mid-range. I don't think he continues to, like, at this rate, but I do think he's someone we could go to at that price. Bloodsoe at 5-3. He only played 17 minutes the last game. I just, I can't do Eric Bledsoe. Um, and then, yeah, Steven Adams at 5.5K. He's been playing about 30 minutes. Has a decently high floor, but doesn't really stand out. On the Magic side, oh, I really dislike this team. You guys know that. Uh, Terrence Ross is questionable. We have uh, James Ennis also questionable as well. Assuming both guys are out, I think Cole Anthony's probably the guy I look to first. He's been playing pretty solid Mets, a 34-31 in a blowout. Um, I think in a close game, we probably get close to the 35-minute mark. Again, a guy that does, you know, can stuff a stat sheet. And right now, the offense is basically running through him. So I think Cole Anthony's a pretty decent play at the mid-range. One to Carter at almost 7K doesn't really stand out. Um, Okiki, assuming both Ross and, and Ennis are out, I think is a fair play. That should play over 30 minutes. Um, good. Fair option. Doesn't stand out. It's like an amazing play. Mo Bamba at 4-7 is a good point per minute guy. Has been backing up Wanda Carter Jr. I think we get somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes. At this price, it's hard to get to him with confidence, but still a viable tournament play. Dwayne Bacon let me and a lot of others down that last slate. And the reason, again, I don't like playing Dwayne Bacon is he doesn't do a ton of the peripheral stats. Now, again, assuming Ross and Ennis are still out, I do think we get around 30 minutes from, from Bacon, which does make him in play. But again, be careful, right? The floor is low. I don't really think I can stomach Gary Harris at that price. Um, RJ Hampton at 3.9 has been playing about 20 minutes. Viable. I don't love it. I don't oh, I don't think I can play like a Franks Hall. or a, I don't think I can get to anyone else on this Magic team. So really main interest, I think, is Cole Anthony. I think there's some secondary options to go Kiki, assuming both Ross and uh, Ennis are out. I think Bacon as well is in play. Philadelphia and Milwaukee. So right now, uh, you know, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris missed the game tonight. Uh, Embiid played. Embiid smashed at low ownership. Assuming that uh, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris are out and Embiid plays again, I do like him a good amount. And just because, again, he's such a high usage. Um, so would like Embiid a good amount there. 
I don't know if I can get to anyone else in Philadelphia. I just don't know if I trust anyone. I'm just being re- like the secondary options for Philly are so hard to trust. I think they ran like a 10 man rotation. Let me see what these minutes were like. I know because Shake played so bad. I think they closed with Maxi. Yeah, so Maxi played 31 off the bench. George Hill played 23. Like Thibault, Thibault played 36 minutes and had three points and three boards. He did have two steals and three blocks. But it's like that's a typical Thibault stat line. Um, and then Cork Miles only played 21 minutes. Ugh. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Maxi is cheap. Maxi's 3-1. It's just my only concern here is what happens, again, assuming everyone that, that missed the game tonight is out again, what happens if Shake Milton plays well, right? Does Maxi only play like 15, 20 minutes, right? So that is the concern. He is at 3-1 as opposed to uh, Milton at 4-6. So I think uh, Maxi is someone we can at least look to, but I don't know if we're going to get 30 minutes again from him. And then George Hill played over 20 minutes at 3-5 and playable. It's just the value for Philly, I never feel good. Never, never do. Um, Giannis did a combo at 10.8K. Exited the game late uh, with a leg cramp. Um, keep an eye on this one. If he misses, then we can get to guys like Middleton, Drew, and Bobby Portis, right? That's kind of been the equation. Giannis and Decumbo misses. You play Middleton. You play Drew. You play Bobby. You obviously, don't have to play all three, but those are the three that you really stand out. Um, if Giannis is in and they're going to continue to kind of take it easy on his minutes, then there's really no interest in anyone for me. Um, because, yes, he played 35, but that was an overtime. So I don't know if I get to anyone on, Philly, or on Milwaukee if Giannis is in. Detroit, San Antonio. So this one is tricky because I have a feeling there's some guys that are going to rest back-to-back here for the Pistons. They've been resting their veterans a good amount. The veterans, I think, do rest in this one are Jeremy Grant, Corey Joseph, Mason Plumlee. Those are the three that I think have a good chance of resting. You know, it's not confirmed yet, but based on what we've seen the last couple of weeks, that is my guess is those three rest. Assuming those three guys do rest, then it's right back to Stewart. It's right back to Sadiq Bay. It's right back to Josh Jackson, three of the best plays of the slate. Really, really do like all three. Stewart would probably be my favorite, and he has been phenomenal in games that Plumlee has missed. And then Bay would play like huge minutes. Josh Jackson's a good point per minute guy. So those three look really good. And then, yeah, Killian Hayes would probably start a point guard, would probably play, you know, about 30 minutes. I think he'd be a good value. Um, is Diallo still playing under 20? Yeah, they just they don't want to play this guy right now. Um, Frank Jackson probably plays mid-20s minutes and would be a fair value too. So, like, the Pistons were a team I would probably get a good amount of exposure to, assuming Plumlee, uh, Grant, and Corey Joseph do rest in this one. Now, if they don't, if, if everyone is still in again, then it's just like, yeah, you can look to Grant, you can look to Mason Plumlee, Corey Joseph, but, like, no one would really stand out. All right, and the San Antonio side. So, good matchup here. I think DeMar DeRozan and DeJounte Murray look like pretty solid options. DeRozan, even at this price, and good matchup. Should play about 35 minutes. The one concern is it is a back-to-back, and Greg Popovich is his coach. So, yeah, keep an eye on this. Maybe a chance he rest. Again, DeJounte Murray um, does have triple-double upside. Doesn't have as high of a floor, though, as DeRozan, but still has the upside. So, those two are really what I'm looking to. With, like, White and Keldon Johnson, I just I don't like playing these guys. Jakob Pertl probably gets about 30 minutes, but doesn't really stand out. And there's not much here for the Spurs when they're fully healthy. I mean, it is a back-to-back, so maybe one or two guys rest. Keep an eye on that one. Charlotte and Chicago. So, uh, Terry Rozier at 8.4K, I do like. <laughs> He's just playing massive minutes. He's going to play about 40 minutes. Even with Devontae Graham back, he played 39 minutes. Good matchup. I think Rozier is one of the best plays of the slate. He's being super aggressive on the offensive end with no Hayward, no LaMelo Ball. I really, really like Terry Rozier. 
Miles Bridges has also had some upside games. I just don't think I can stomach the 7.7K price. I know, 54-42, two last three games, I get it. If I'm spending up, though, I'm going to Terry Rozier over Miles Bridges. Devontae Graham is just like, meh, right? The minutes, 29, not great. Like, they're just, they're kind of taking it easy on his minutes, which makes it hard for me to get to him. All right, PJ Washington, I just, I can see the future here. Two back-to-back good games. He's going to be popular, and he's going to bust big time. <laughs> I just could already see it happening. No, but it, but in all seriousness, like I do think PJ is a really good play. 34, 35 minutes. They've been starting carry last couple games, and he's barely played. PJ comes in and plays a lot the five, which is a big boost. Um, so PJ, I do think is a good play. I do think he'll be popular, which means he'll probably bust. Uh, McDaniel's at 5.6K. Doesn't really stand out that price. The Martin Twins kind of out of play with Devontae Graham back. And Carey's been starting but barely playing. And then that's it for me. Um, I don't think I get to anyone else on Charlotte. So let's move on to Chicago. Nikola Vucevic at 10K. Again, good matchup here. Should play mid-30s minutes without Levine. Um, you know, number one on offense. I do think he's a pretty good play. I do like Kobe White, too, at 5'5". He's consistently playing about 30 minutes. Uh, he's had a, a huge usage bump without Zach Levine in this offense. So I do think Kobe White is actually one of the better plays of the slate. Value for the Bulls is where words get tricky. It's Tice for me, probably. He's going to hover somewhere around 20 to 30 minutes. If he only plays 20, he won't be as good a play. If he plays closer to the 30-minute mark, he could have a really good game. Uh, Garrett Temple, oh, I know, continues to start, continues to play decent minutes. Playable, but a low-usage guy. Um, I don't know if I can get to anyone else, though, on the Bulls. Finally, Lakers and Mavs. So Anthony Davis is expected to return, but play very limited minutes. I think they said 15 minutes. I'm, I'm pretty sure they said he's going to start and play 15. Yeah, around 15 minutes. So obviously, you can't play Anthony Davis, um, but that kind of hurts Drummond with AD in the lineup. Um, I think I still think you can use Drummond for tournaments, but again, such a frustrating player to roster for DFS. Uh, and then with, with AD in for about 15 minutes, it does hurt Schroeder and Kuzma a bit. I still think they're both solid options. Like I do think Schroeder probably plays mid-30s minutes, and probably the same thing with Kuzma, even with AD in. Um, but neither are priority plays for me. And I'm not going to get to Harrell with AD in. There's no way I am ever paying 5.2K for KCP. Um, there's not much else here for the Lakers. And finally, the Dallas Mavericks. So uh, Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis. I think Luka's a pretty safe play at the top. If you can get to him, does have a decently high floor. Um, Porzingis at this price, more of a contrarian play. I don't love it. Um, Kleber did leave the game due to injury. Jalen Brunson's been playing really well for the Mavs. I think he actually is a pretty good value play. Um, I think we get close to 30 minutes. I'm curious to see what he finishes with Mets tonight. But Brunson is a guy that I think we can go to for value. Don't really know if I trust anyone else in the Dallas Mavs for value. But I think it's, again, Brunson plus the two guys at the top. Uh, more so Luka than Porzingis. And that is going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know, live. Again, unfortunately, no live stream tomorrow. So if you have any questions, uh, you can leave them in the comment section or hit me up on Twitter. I will do my best to get back to everyone. Um, but yeah, good luck, guys, and I will see you all later.